this was a quick one, two, three, because it already know we are down to business, baby. We ain't playing no games with this. Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> mm. Hi, how are you? Yo. <laughs> Why do you always hop on these calls on a fucking 12 out of 10, bro? <laughs> because that's how I exist. Like, I feel like I'm never in an in-between or, like, a negative three. Mm-mm. Period. Period. And I love that for you, to be honest. I really do. <laughs> all right y'all what's up you know the vibes grab your snacks your water your tea get all comfy and listen to us talk or smack um (laughs) are you going to start with your weekly update first or do you want me to start oh do you want to start i'm fine either way we know you like when i start we do okay Okay, I'll start. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, Monday was PD, our p- personal development training that we be doing here in Ooh. this program. Yeah, girl. It was right. There's no point <laughs> in ever going. But Bro, don't say that to me because I already want to call out tomorrow. Don't fucking play. There's no need to go to, because if you're about to have the same one, it's literally we a are, quick yeah. five-minute presentation on the Boys and Girls Club. Manju. Not even a presentation. It was just how they pretty much get money. Second, mm. then it's talking about stress reduction. I think some type of communication that they use in the court system. Mm. Like, excuse me, what? Whatever. Mm-hmm. The people didn't even know how to keep us engaged. Hello. Hello. I left early because I had a board meeting and I did not attend that board meeting. Because when I tell you, I left that PD so drained mm. that I was like, I'm done. That was my day. Because I came home and I knocked out immediately. Yeah, but didn't you also, like, overdose on some fucking THC in your drink, basically? Oh, my God. Yeah, but, like, damn, yeah. girl, don't do it like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. My fault. <laughs> I fucking took, I took, yeah, I had the powder edibles, and then I took an, another edible so I can stay focused on my homework when I'm sitting there trying to do some work. So, I'm, like, on 10, too much in my system. I knocked out. I yeah. came home and I was um, but that's the real tea. <laughs> then Monday was election day. Monday was my mom's birthday. Monday was like the eclipse, the new moon. Like it was a Tuesday, lot. Tuesday, you like, mean I'm, Friday? Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday the eighth. Tuesday the eighth. <laughs> and it was crazy. That was a that was a lot. I felt it, and it was cute. My mom got sick on her birthday, which sucks. Damn. So Shorty had COVID for her birthday. Damn. Okay. Yeah, she was out. Um. So that sucked. And let me see. Did I do anything Wednesday, Thursday? Oh, yeah. Wednesday. Was it Wednesday or was it Thursday? I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday, I went out to a cute little dinner with the English-Spanish class that I teach. Mm-hmm. And yo, tell me why one of the students paid for everybody's dinner. Like, oh, wow. every, the whole everybody. There was, like, 10 people there. Wow. She's, she said, I'm a doctor, so I should be able to do stuff like this. And I go, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. you should. <laughs> you know so she showed up and i'm so happy um thursday was a chill ass day i don't think i did anything friday was payday but hey. they want to fuck up payday <laughs> why is payday. that in my notes too because <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we've already don't get paid nothing. The amount sum of money that you are paying us needs to be on time every <laughs> single every two weeks on a Friday. Like you should not be fucking this shit up. I don't care if you're new. Do not play with people's money, especially when we don't get much money. Like please, whatever. So I get that disappointing news, and I was like, you know what? I cleaned my house. 
I had a nail appointment. I didn't go to my nail appointment because I just did not want to leave the house. I went grocery shopping. And I was like, yeah, that's all it. That's all I'm doing today. And Saturday was my work day. That was very cute because I worked with Greg. And I'm not about to see Greg for, like, a good, like, two weeks or three weeks. And I love that little old Sagittarius man. Like, oh. he's not old, but, like, he's he's in his 60s, almost 60s. So Damn, like yeah. Okay. But, like, I, yo, he is, like, vibes. Like, vibes. And he was just like, oh, I'm really going to miss you. I'm so sad you're leaving and all this cute stuff. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I don't mind working on Saturdays, but y'all don't want to do that for me. So sucks to suck. And today confirmed why I'm leaving. And Mm. yesterday at night, no bullshit, I realized I'm sitting here journaling because my mind was like busy, busy. Mm. And I was like, I told the life coach that I was going to stop working when my debt is paid off. My mm-hmm. debt is paid off. That's hey. the reason why the job didn't work. Like, it, the job ended the way it ended because I was trying to hold on to something out of scarcity of, like, mm. having money come in that it was like, no, bitch, we're going to put a rat in your situation and have this rat man rat out and you're going to want to leave because you don't fuck with shit like that. So, baby, it got wrapped up real quick and I'm out. Her. Her. So, that's what happened and I'm not mad by it. I'm not mad at it because why? I was talking to Ty Pookie this past two weekends or this weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about his reading and giving me, like, all these beautiful words and encouragement. And I was like, you know what, Tyrese? You ain't lying. You right. You and everybody else is right. So we're oh, going to well. do it. And we're going to oh. step into it. Um, And then, y'all, on a random side note, today at work, there's these, like, oil nose drop things. And I was like, you know what? Let me put it in my nose so I can breathe. Because I don't know about you, Armani, but I cannot breathe up here in this motherfucking nah, dry air. I don't really. This- <laughs> I cannot breathe. <laughs> Got me fucked up. Like, every day I wake up, bloody nose. Every day I'm walking out, walking outside to work, 20-minute walk, 15-minute walk, I be huffing and puffing. I don't Damn, got corona, I checked. I don't got corona. I just can't breathe out here. And it might also be because I smoke too motherfucking much that my lungs are just like, That girl. could be it. That could be it. So, I was like, let me try these nasal drops, right? So, every time I swallow, I taste the nasal drops. Ew. And it's, it tastes, it's, yeah, it's a, I don't know. I don't know what it tastes like. But I feel like I can breathe now. I just feel like I got, like, my no, my nostril nasal congestion shit is, like, dripping <laughs> everywhere. And, like, that's not cute. Like, I would just say it's the oil and it's the residue. But, like, it don't matter. But anyways, yeah, I'm happy to be going home. I go home in two days, baby. Bro. I'm so happy. But, yeah, that's my week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guys, I am not happy that Deja's going home because if she comes back, who knows? You know, to be determined, and that mm-hmm. bothers me. Um, but anyways, my week. So Monday, I became addicted to the song called "Mystery Lady" by Masiego or Masego. I don't know how the fuck you say his name. Masego. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that song is so good. Oh my goodness. But I think I enjoy it the most because so after Devonte, um mm-hmm. LOL, shout out to Devonte. <laughs> I wrote a poem shortly after that about someone that I don't I hadn't met yet. And it was like, mm-hmm. all right, so I'm about to read it to you. I'm not gonna read it in a poetic way because I don't like the way I sound reading my poems. So whatever. But it said it mind you it was number twenty-two out of all my poems. I think I'm on number like 59 right now or something. 
And it was, I don't know how I can miss someone I've never cast my eyes upon. We must have met in another incarnation or in many. Our souls go back. I don't know how I can miss you, but I miss you every day, searching in eyes, looking for you. And when I finally hold you, when our lips finally meet, when my mouth finally forms the words, I'll tell you that I've always loved you, that I love you because the entire universe conspired for us to meet in this and every lifetime. Song, he's literally writing about a shirt he hasn't met yet. But it's Ooh. like his wife, the love of his life. But he hasn't met mm-hmm. her. He's like, I seen her in a dream, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know what her silhouette looks like. And I know I can make her wet. Like, that's, that's how the song goes. And honestly, I resonate. <laughs> like, same. <laughs> um, because I swear, like, there's so many times that I've caught myself writing about someone that I just haven't met yet. But I know, maybe it's less that I know that the person's out there that type of love is out there and mm. available to me there's this other song that's like um something i think it says i like, don't how's it go mm. oh it's like don't leave me in the dark i'm someone's reward and that's how i feel like i feel like all of us are someone's reward we're someone's treasure and mm-hmm. so i don't know i just resonate with that song the song is delicious go listen to it mystery lady I, I think it features a Don Tolliver or whatever. The it fuck. does. I already looked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Yo, you're mad at um, <laughs> And then nothing eventful really happened on Tuesday. So on Wednesday, um, I was on my Instagram talking my snack, you know, advertising AI, just for them to fucking email us Thursday talking about you're not gonna get paid tomorrow. <laughs> because the person doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I was mm-hmm. like, no, I did not just advertise this fucking position for this shitty ass place. Like, I really can't Girl, that. I'm telling nobody to come do this. What? That's Bro. actually a suicide mission. Like, absolutely <laughs> fucking not. not nobody know. Everybody there needs to be a warning attack before you find That's what this needs to be. Yo, but the tea is, tea is, I still got paid Friday. Excuse me? Yeah. So I knew I was going to get paid when I got that that mail, that email, because my bank accepts payments earlier than regular banks. So I knew it was already going to come through on time. Um, so, yeah. Excuse me, what bank do you have? Because I need um, to change. <laughs> I have Credit Karma, um, and they bank through, like, MWV or some shit. I don't know what the, the name of their bank is, but I have Credit Karma. But the downside of Credit Karma is that it's not a card that's accepted everywhere. So, like, mm. there's that. But I do get paid um, really, really great through them because they accept all the payments earlier. In some jobs, I'll get paid like a day earlier, depending on how they do it on their end. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I still got paid. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, on Thursday, I let my, um, Antonito, uh, coworker who is really like a friend at this point, um, mm-hmm take me to one of her classes at Adam State to be her guinea pig for this fucking test that she needed to take her and um, another girl at Gabby mm-hmm. um, found out my fitness age is 26 which love that for me because it was the second lowest in the class the lowest was 18 but shorty I knew that girl was gonna get a low ass age because shorty was in there eating these tests up breakfast lunch and dinner yo I had a crush on her I was watching her the entire fucking time there was one time where they had to, like, they basically was disnuding us up in this bitch. Like, they was taking off our clothes for some of these things. Like, I had huh? to pull up my whole shirt for them to measure my breast. 
um, like my bust because they were doing like the bust waist hip, which eh, mm-hmm. let me tell you, my ratios was giving. Anyways, um, <laughs> so they were like, so you know, there was one point, and then there was another point where they had to like pinch our fat basically to check our body fat percentage, which mm-hmm. I found out mine is lower than what it's supposed to be for a woman, so I'm a little bit stressed about that. Um, but so there was one point where they was doing that and Shorty had just like her spandex in sports bra on and I was like, whoa, everyone relax, okay? We need to calm down. She's all like tatted, she's buff, built. I was like, oh, she's going to eat these tests up. So she got an 18. Um, her age, her fitness age was 18, mine is 26. Just to give you a reference point, there was a guy on um, the football team who was mm-hmm. you know built shredded whatever he also got 26 as his fitness age like i was eating the girlies up with that one um that was fun and it was also nice because i got to see like that what adam state has to offer and may i say um they got some bodies they got some bodies and um they're near you right yes it's right near me bro their football mm-hmm. team too i was looking at them like okay go the fuck off i mean Football guys are off limits because they got the fucking cooties. Ew. Um, but yeah, I loved it. And she also bought me coffee after because she was so appreciative. And I was like, of course, you know, whatever. Um, and then on Friday, I got tatted. Bro, I don't know who I think I am. What was it? Last payday, I got new piercings. This payday, I got two new tattoos. Um, I'm on a fucking roll. I'm probably going to keep going. Can't hold you. Um, it was great. Uh, I love the pain of the the needles. It's delicious. I don't know what to tell you. Allison did indeed pay for one of my tattoos because she's a real one. Mind I you, I had that. one in that day to pay my roommate or to send my roommate a Venmo for the Wi-Fi. And I peeped 50 bucks from Allison. I texted her. I was like, um, did you mean to do this? Like, was this an accident? She was like, no, like, um, I sent it to you for your tattoo. And so you can get some coffee. She was, she was just so sweet. Like, literally so sweet. Um, that was literally the highlight of my week. Uh, I loved it. And she stayed while I got tatted. And hey! it was so nice. It was so nice. She was sweet. Um, <laughs> and then this weekend, I was high as fuck on edibles. Um, mind you, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed because these are low, lowest park milligrams. And I was gone, stuck in a different room. Like, literally, yeah, yesterday, different, bro. <laughs> I, I literally slept for like fucking three, four hours. Like, I was so stuck. Like, there was no other option. Um, hated that for me. Literally, hate that for me. Um, I woke up and went to go get Allison. Um, wine because i she is not 21 <laughs> so i do indeed buy things for her um not with my money uh with their money but i i am the designated person to pick up the legal shit for her um <laughs> love that for me got to meet her boyfriend it was a little bit awkward <laughs> um a little awkward but that was nice what else Oh, Deja got me a gift yesterday. Well, it came in yesterday, and I literally sobbed on my floor for a straight hour because it was so sweet, and um, I am surrounded by the best people ever, and I really felt that this weekend. Like, I really felt held and seen, and that was really nice, and I changed my room around. Oh, yeah. 
went through like a manic episode yesterday. I was like, something, something has to change. Something has to be different. Um, even though I literally just got two new tattoos, like I literally have a nose. I'm still like looking for shit to change. Um, mm-hmm. so I changed around my room. I'm about one more manic episode away from dyeing my hair like red or something. Like someone needs to come get me immediately, save me <laughs> for myself. Being your whole being. I mean, I'm I got see. I'm I'm basically there at this point. Like um what did i do today um i had a cold chilled day nisi came over here, um which i'm really excited about we were just talking kiki king i'm waiting for this so we could uh watch movies get some snacks enjoy Yay. night i am so excited i'm contemplating whether i want to call out tomorrow or not we'll see i don't know if i have <coughs> do it <coughs> <Your birthday coughs> i don't know I literally don't know if I have an envy to fucking go and just be. Oh my god! No, you don't. You don't. (laughs) Um. Also, just your friendly reminder not to buy ninety nine cent incense because they are literally poisonous. You're welcome. I had that shit on today and I almost fucking died again. I don't know why I keep trying to fucking use them. Oh no, I do know actually because I have forty of them in two packs, so I need to use them. But like. I need to do it when I'm not in their room because the way they're trying yeah. to kill me is crazy. You're not lying. Yeah, no, but then I, I, I can't get myself to spend more than $20 but on fucking incense. I don't know. You don't have to spend $20. If I had just taken my ass to Soulful Vibes, like, their, their fucking incense are like, how much are they? Probably like four or five bucks. I think so, yeah. At yeah. a gas, I, at a smoke shop, I think I found some for that much. Yeah, good. Better. Yeah, you only like twelve of them, but at least I know they're not gonna fucking kill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My God. Uh, okay, guys. So our topic today is about our true experiences, our swim trips. Um, in honor of psychedelics being legalized in Colorado this week, we're going to share our swim experiences. Also, shout out to Thai Pookie Bear. I did indeed save your, if you're listening to this, I did indeed save your audio until this day to listen to it. He did share a shroom trip, his shroom trip with me. Um, and I purposefully didn't listen to it that day that he sent it because I knew we were going to film this one day and I would want to hear it that day. so yeah so i listened to it today and i heard it did today and he's probably like what the fuck but um yeah we're gonna talk about our shroom experiences um i personally have uh done shroom once um deja how many times have you done shroom i've done shrooms twice and then have you done any other psychedelics yeah i've done acid once um is that the only thing considered a psychedelic yeah i think so yeah yeah um dmt you haven't done dmt no that's on okay. my list yeah, okay <laughs> you're saying all disappointing yourself like Shirley, you're doing great sis <laughs> like you are on the track <laughs> like, yeah um okay do you want to start with yours i mean i guess okay <laughs> let me see uh-uh, and don't spare no juicy details <laughs> i'm serious right. you want a story baby oh, i want a story I got you a story. All right. So my first time I done shrooms was with um this this like lovely beautiful man and <laughs> <laughs> shut up because you already know. <laughs> I'm, rub. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, continue. You want juicy? I'm gonna give you juicy. Her, big fur. Go ahead. <laughs> and it was mad cute because it was gonna be it was like a romantic getaway. We went to like a hotel and like we were gonna be cute. You know, get nasty. 
chilling and I remember I had like this Victoria's Secrets like little lace laundry. I'll never forget Ooh, because I, I, I was like, <laughs> baby, I was like in high school. I think I was like junior or senior. So best no believe, way. I, yes, yeah, this was the first time I did shrooms. I was like a junior or senior. Best believe, wow. I was like, hold on, I'm gonna eat it up and I'm gonna be cute because we're gonna be in a hotel and we're gonna be like grown adults. So grown adults. <laughs> I'm all cute, whatever. He's like, all right, here, like we can we can take some. Mind you, everybody tells you, told me at least, and I feel like everybody knows this. The shrooms taste nasty. Mm. They're like the most disgusting thing ever. Blah blah blah. Like you got to eat on a pizza, and I think that's the first how I had it. I think I did have it on a pizza, because they were like that's the way to go. Mm. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I think we had split however much he had got, and when I tell you, all I remember is like everything felt so heightened. Like, mm-hmm. if I was one with the room, mm-hmm. I just remember, like, being able to, like, I was just, we were laying in bed. Because, yeah. like, we didn't know what else to do. We were laying in bed. Yeah. I'm looking at the fucking ceiling. And, like, the ceiling's just white. It's not changing color. It's not moving. It's not tripping or anything. It's just, like, there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I'm like, we were just laying there. And, like, we were caressing each other. But I don't know if we were just so, like, high from the yeah. shrooms that we were, like, we couldn't even do anything. Like, we're just, like, laying there, feeling on each other, just going back and forth between it. And, like, that was it. Oh, that was my first time. That was my first time. And I think the second time I did it, I was at a party. Mm-hmm. And I had got, I remember, because I bought it this time. I got four grams. Because I was like, I've done this shit before. I'm a motherfucking pro. Okay. Oh, my God. So I was like, I'm going to get four grams. And then everybody want to try them. And I'm like, what the fuck? You can't come and parade on my parade. So I, I was like, know. fine. I'll share. So I shared with some shorty. When I tell you this shorty was bugging, like she was a goofball in a like like little toy machine. Like mm. she was giggling, laughing, joking, like didn't know what was happening. And I'm like sitting there and like we're at a party and I'm like with my man at the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just mad giggly. Like, mm. and I was like, but I want to go to bed. Like I was in and out of like wanting to fall asleep, but like giggling, but laughing, but giggling, but laughing, but like I felt loopy. Mm. I felt loopy. I felt fucking loopy, that's for sure. Um, and that's that. And then my acid experience, mm-hmm. yo, I think this is an experience that lives in my body because this shit. So y'all, I'm in the motherfucking bum fucks of Boston, Massachusetts, down like past Brockton. I don't even know where I'm at. Um, and I stuck my tongue out, mm-hmm. and I allowed him to just put the tabs on my tongue, not knowing mm-hmm. how much I was getting dosaged. Oh my how god, much was going in? Me. Oh my fucking god, bro! I was just like, do it, and I'm like, all right, and we're like, you're, I'm just chilling. And like my, I'm like tingling my feet, like my feet are moving. And he's like, "Oh, it's hitting." I'm like, "No, I'm not tripping." Bro. When I tell you, I'm all of a sudden I close my eyes and I feel like I'm sinking in the bed, like hole after hole, like Alice in the Wonderland, like just mm. dropping in, 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 in. Then mm. I get he shakes me and he's like, "Wake up!" He's like, "Don't get too caught up in it." He's like, "Come back!" And I'm like, "All right, cool." Come back, lol. I'm, I'm like, fucking trying. And I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, did I ever leave? I was like, I'm just going to fall asleep. He's like, you're not. You're not going to be able to fall asleep. I was like, whatever. Like, I'm good. I got this. I smoke weed. <laughs> Bro. He goes, open your eyes. Yo. Yo. 
I would have told them to shut the fuck up, bro. Oh my God. I opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. The walls were moving. They were purple, black, moving in and inside, like in and out. Oh my God. I looked at him and he was like green, purple, oh like some sort of it. Like, I don't know what he was. And I was like, I'm closing my eyes again. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes. And as soon as I close my eyes, I start tripping again. Like if I'm going down in a hole, like just dropping, 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 yeah. dropping. And I'm like, oh my God. Then I don't know what happened, but all I remember is that I start crying and I'm sitting here crying like, damn, like you never really liked me. Like you never fucked with me. Like what the fuck? Damn. Like da, 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 da. like just crying because that's what happens. You're dropping, right? So I'm dropping. Like, yeah, you dropping, but your body's telling you the fucking truth. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, because I'm, I'm wait till I yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm like, whatever, like this is not it, da da da. And like he's just trying to, you know, be whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. Then I think it's like, I don't even know what time it is at this point. I don't know where we're at. I don't know what the fuck. We're still in the room. And I feel like it gets to the point where it's the next day because I see the sunlight. So I'm like, okay, it's the next day. I don't know what time it is. I don't know what. And we had sex. Oh, wow. Y'all. That afterglow was hitting, huh? That motherfucking sexual experience was, I felt my spirit leave my body and our Mm. spirits just fucking. Like, that's all I seen, felt, imagined. And I was just like, wow. Wow. I, I I lay down. I took a nap. I woke up. And I had to go off to another party back in Boston, Massachusetts, on the red line, on the purple line, trying to come down from, like, acid. Y'all, this ain't no hangover. You are like, is the world even real? Mm. Everything feels so, like, so intense, like, the real world, at least after seeing all that shit. You're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I ended up passing out at the party during the session. Because I was, my body was like, yeah, girl, we cannot smoke and drink after you just did fucking acid. Yeah, no. So, those are my experiences with some psychedelics. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Light, nothing serious. No, I'm not serious. <laughs> like, I got, you know me, there's other stories. You want to hear? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, there's other stories? No, I don't think I have other stories with psychedelics. No, I've done, like, the combo shit. I've been doing all oh, this yeah. other stuff, you know? Um, oh, okay. Damn. Well, so <laughs> my experience was a, a while ago, a little bit ago. Um, mm-hmm. it was when it was still hot outside, that's for sure. Or it wasn't hot, hot, but it was definitely warmer. Um, yeah. you know, it was, we was, I, I listen, AAI people got some drug addicts, that's for sure. Um, they got some. <laughs> <laughs> they got some people who do hard drugs, okay? Um, I'm telling so, you, you didn't come to Colorado for no reason. I mean, tea, tea, but also like, um, I wasn't, I didn't know this was forever. Okay, whatever. Uh, so they, you know, there's someone here who who has the tings on 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 them. I won't specify the pronouns. Has the tings on them. Um, and we got to talking about trying out shrooms, and it was crazy to them that I hadn't tried it because of the way that I talk about my spirituality and stuff like that. Um, and just how I see the world as a whole. And so we talked about doing it, whatever. We were going to do it as a group. That never came to be. And I'm really fucking grateful that we didn't because of how it went. Like, I'm really happy I didn't do it with the mm-hmm. group of people. Um, but one of the weekends, they left me a capsule. Um, it was a microdose, mind you. This shit was a microdose, bro. 
<laughs> it was a micro dose, bro. Oh my god. I think though, uh, yeah, whatever. I broke it down into five five stages. So I was gonna do it by myself. Um, Shorty had offered to do it with me to be. Oh, she didn't offer to do it with me. She offered to be like, like a guide, kind of like someone like to make sure you're not tripping. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't like the idea of like only me being high because I was like, oh, well, that's kind of that kind of sucks. Um, so right. I secured her the same amount as me. Um. Uh. So yeah, we did it together. <laughs> um. Phase one. What? Well, first off, she. It hit her first. Um, and she was talking all this shit about how it wasn't going to hit her, about how she had done, like, full dosages before. Talking her shit. It ended up hitting her first. She looked silly. Um, so we <laughs> we had a whole bunch of fidgets. We went outside. It's hitting her. I'm looking at her like she's fucking crazy. I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, maybe it's just not going to fucking hit me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm built different. Um, I, of course, as soon as I started saying shit like that, um, I start to feel it. So phase one, I'm gonna call it melting. So it literally felt like I was melting into the world. Like my body felt heavy, but like in a really delicious way. Like it wasn't a bad heavy. It was like mm-hmm. kind of like after you woke up from a really good fucking sleep or like a bomb ass nap and you're just kind of stuck in it. <laughs> like your body feels like heavy. That's what my mm-hmm. body Yeah. So it felt like I was melting into the earth around me. We're sitting on the benches and we're looking up. And she starts playing the shroom playlist. Um, and it's hitting. I'm melting. I'm like giggly about it because I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Like, this feels crazy. Like, what? Um, uh, we end up moving to the bed of her truck. Um, in the bed of her truck, that's where phase two happens, where all of life is just vibrant and beautiful and feels like sex. Everything literally just felt like sex to me. I have a high libido already. This shit had me feeling like I was fucking the world and the world was fucking me. Um, and it was delicious. Uh, the sky, the colors, the sun was like beaming on my skin. It felt so delicious. But I also still felt like that stuck feeling. The mm-hmm. song bro, were hitting. Like, when I closed my eyes, I was in a different world. When I opened my eyes, I was different in a different world. When I sat up in the bed of her truck, I was in the different in a, in a different world. Like the sky looked so blue. My eyelids, when I closed it, like I could see all the skin tone colors behind my eyes. Like the green of the trees was fucking delicious. The song, like oh, everything just felt so good. Like life felt so alive. Like all of life felt so alive. The turning point, though, <laughs> when phase three started to, to, to settle in. And mind you, in phase two, I was like, I have always wanted to have sex on psychedelics after hearing about, like, how it sounds like. And, like, you know, there's this one song called Are You Even Real? And he's, like, basically talking about being on acid with this one shorty. And it sounds delicious. Everything about it sounds delicious. And I remember telling her that I felt like hell because I had asked her like oh does this just amplify the person that you already are and she was like yeah basically and I was like and I confessed the fact that I was like okay well I'm always running now I'm like I'm already but and <laughs> she said something along the lines of like oh give me a second and then she was like actually no that's not what we came here to do or like that's not what we're doing or some shit like that and I was like okay wah, wah, wah. I was a little bummed out by that I was like okay sounds good and love that for us um so that's when phase three started to settle in. 
I looked in the sky, and all of a sudden, there was hella fucking birds. And I don't know if these were fucking falcons, hawks. I don't know what the fuck Colorado got out here. But these were some big-ass fucking birds, bro. These were some big johns. And there was hella of them. And I was like, this is not the time to play these fucking games with me. There were so many fucking birds. Like, there was one point where I sat up, and I was, like, looking around. And I don't think I expressed this out loud, but in my head, I was like, are they, like, looking at us like prey? Like, do we look like food to them? Because (laughs) no fucking way. There was so many. And I think she said something like, oh, something must have died over there. I don't know. I think she said something about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it it wasn't a helpful comment. Like, I remember it kind of sent me a little deeper. Um, and then at that point when I laid down the sun didn't feel delicious anymore it felt like really intense and like like too much like it just everything felt like too much all of a sudden the songs made me feel overwhelmed like everything just started to make me feel overwhelmed Um, and so I think I expressed that to her I said something and so we ended up switching spots where she was laying in the sun and I was laying next to her in the shaded part of the bed the truck and so I look and I'm on my side and I'm watching her. Um, I'm watching her feel everything. And dude, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I want to throw up. I literally want to throw Why? up. Because like saying this out loud is disgusting. It makes me cringe. And then saying this out loud, knowing it's going on a public platform, makes me literally want to vomit. Projectile vomit. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So at this point, phase three was the worst fucking phase. Um, it was it. I. <laughs> oh my god! I was just hit with a lot of um, things that I thought I healed. Uh, but also, this is what I meant when I made the comment that your body will tell you exactly what the fuck you need to know, because mm. a lot of people use psychedelics for the intent to heal. Yeah. Because of how awakened and one you are with everything and because of the truth that comes to you so readily. And so in that moment, I was getting a lot of truths that I was not at all prepared for. Uh, one of them being the fact that I hadn't really healed all the things that I thought I healed, which was a lot of like abandonment issues, things around my self-worth, um, the way that I saw myself, insecurity, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing was my anxious, preoccupied attachment style. So I was excited to take the shrooms with Shorty because I thought it would bring us closer to each other. But that was that ended up being like the furthest that I felt from her. And it, I think it was just all of the universe and my body showing me what was actually there versus yeah. like I wasn't allowed to wear the rose tinted glasses. Like I wasn't allowed to see the potential. I was seeing the reality, you know. So it took yeah. me out of my delusion and put me in reality, but I wasn't, I didn't want to be in reality. <laughs> like, that's not what I asked for. Um, so I realized in that moment that I was in my anxious, preoccupied um, attachment style and that, I don't know if you guys know, but the anxious, preoccupied attachment style is, it's described as the love addict and the, in um, the person who kind of controls the love. So it's like the relationship that a drug addict and a drug dealer would have with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the person who has an anxious, preoccupied attachment style is the drug addict or the love addict. Um, so I was very aware of that in that moment, like how addicted I was to the little bit of like affection and inconsistency that she did give me. Um, I realized in that moment that I was very okay with the the bare minimum that I was getting. Because yeah. um, what I felt with her or what I felt for her was stronger than my desire to... Uh, walk away or go for something that I actually am worthy of um Mm. again this is why I literally want to throw up because like saying all these things aloud is really 
upsetting. Um, and also in that moment, I, it was just very clear to me that continuing in the connection with her uh, was going to lead to me getting hurt. <laughs> so, uh, like, everything was very clear to me. And then I started to get really anxious because I realized at the same moment how deeply I felt for her. And she just looked so beautiful. And the sun was literally just, like, making out with her skin. And I could see all of her, all the colors in her skin tone. I could see the sweat on her face. Like, I could see the hairs above her lip. Like, I could see everything with so much, like, detail. And I was yeah. so into all of it. Um, and I mm. wanted all of it. And, like, having to deal with those two things was so, like, intense that I started to feel like I was going to have a fucking panic attack. Mm. So I wanted to go back in the house because I was like, ah, there's no way I'm going to have this panic attack in front of Shorty when I already feel so far from her, when I already know all these things. I'm not going to fucking put myself in that situation. And then I realized that I don't fucking have my keys, bro. I didn't have my fucking keys. I locked myself out of the house. And, of course, there was no one home. All of my roommates were not home. So I texted them. They were coming back with the keys. I felt embarrassed to be as high as I was and in the mind state that I was around them. So that was also hitting me. Um, it was just a lot. It was a lot. I was feeling a lot. I ended up going inside. I went into the bathroom. I cried a little bit. I actually was a crying a little bit in the back of the truck, too. Like, tears were literally just rolling out of the side of my eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, too, when we were in the back of the truck, like, I needed her to talk. Like, I needed her to, like, get me out of my own head. And she mm-hmm. she did. She, like, took herself out of her situation, whatever she was going through, and was able to talk to me. Um I went inside, I gave myself a pep talk in the mirror, I looked myself in the mirror and I felt like I looked like the ugliest person literally ever to be alive on this earth, because that's how I felt inside. Um, I took my deep brush, whatever, we went outside. I was, con- I was like very much in the mindset of like, I need to be in a different place. I need to go into a different place. So that's when phase four started. Um, mm. So I'm in phase four. I'm like a little bit more lucid and back to whatever this version of reality is. Um, The colors are still very much beautiful, but the sun doesn't feel as intense. Uh, We're sitting in the back of her truck on the ledge this time, like where the little door is. Playing with some of the fidgets. I think I was playing with Play-Doh. And of course, as if what I just went through wasn't fucking enough, the universe was like, this is the perfect time to send this. (laughs) So we sit in. Shorty comments on this homeboy's fit. Um, I look at him and I was like, yeah, I said something about it. And immediately I knew he was going to spin the block. Like immediately I fucking knew it. And he did. He did indeed spin the block. He came up to us. Um, Mind you, he had like a shifty gaze. He didn't really make that much eye contact with her at all. He was only really making eye contact with me. But because I was in the headspace that I was, I was like, oh, this is going to be a game. Like, I'm going to have a great time with this. His literal open line was, (laughs) do y'all know where any good Mexican restaurants are? (laughs) And I was like, I literally, (laughs) I was like, so you saw two Latinas and that was that was your go-to like that was it that's what you thought was your best opening line. was this a white man no girl he was black mm. yeah mm-hmm. I was like bro are you serious mm. of all people I would have I would have been less surprised if it was a white man um but no um so he's like oh you know any um Mexican restaurants blah 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 and we I think we like were like maybe on main street we said some shit like that um we were trying to give him recommendations, I think, or I don't know what we were saying to him, but we were trying to help him out. Like we weren't in a place where we were just completely dismissive of him yet. 
Yeah. Um, then she says something about like using your phone as a map and he says like his connection is that good. I was like, Are you not from here? He's like, nah. Um, we were like, Oh, we are I he was like, Are y'all? I don't know, something like that. But then we get to a point where he's like, Oh, trying to ask for my snap. He says y'all snap, but he's only giving me eye contact. Um, and this is where I really was like, Oh yeah, this is this is fun, let's play. Um, and I was indeed until it started to get a little bit aggressive because Shorty was like, oh, um, I thought you said you didn't have connection or some shit like that. And that got him tight. So he, like, had this, like, aggressive-ass demeanor of, like, I was going to give you my snap, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah. no, we're good. We're good. Blah, blah, blah. We're good. Um, oh, no, I, I didn't say that. She ended up saying we're good. Yeah, it was her that said we're good. And then it ended up him saying, like, oh, y'all are some carpet munchers or some shit like that. Well, rug munchers. Some It's some type of derogatory tor- term towards um lesbians and i didn't know what that meant because i had never experienced that before so i just started laughing um and i ended up looking at her and i was like what we're what and she was like yeah it comes from this term blah blah blah. and when she was explaining that i realized we were in different places like i thought it was funny because i thought it was stupid and because i could see how wounded masculine like how much of his wounded masculine was showing and how much of his wounded ego was showing. So I just thought it was funny. Uh, But she perceived it all as a threat. So we were coming from very different places, which further solidified how distance we were from that, from each other. Um, And then we try to unpack that. We went for a walk because like being in the bed of her truck, all, all of a sudden felt just very like exposed to the outside world. Like the rest of the world just felt really loud. So we went on a walk um and I try to like have the conversation we're moving into phase five I try to have the conversation of like how that went how was the experience for her and she basically told me that I like she wasn't gonna talk about it uh which another way that like it further solidified whatever um but yeah so that's it, it like the rest of the night was very much just a continuation of that like just feeling really far from her feeling really insecure in myself and like trying to like hold all of what I felt in phase three with like as much grace as I could because I was still with her um and then the days following that like I just felt very detached from like all of life like extremely detached from life and from people around me and from this version of reality because again it it is only this version of reality mm-hmm. um and reality is really subjective and as humans we are very quick to perceive things how we want to perceive it versus how it actually is and just like yeah um but I definitely would do shrooms again I would do it by myself though uh with the intent to like heal those things that came up in phase three and just like heal a whole bunch of shit that's that's in me um that I just simply don't remember (laughs) that I would love to in in the name of healing but yeah that was my shroom trip that sounds really intense because I, I remember even after like when you had it you was like oh I'm not gonna talk about it right now like yeah. um, a week or so so now knowing a little bit more I can see why you wanted to kind of sit with that and be like oh shit like that really kind of just happened like yeah. all that yeah yeah mind you again it was a fucking microdose. like I can't even imagine what would have happened that day if I had a full dose like I don't want to imagine 
no yeah because i know there's like that thing where everybody's like well all shrooms are like different and like they all have different effects and like granted i know that but i think you like what you described is what we both experienced that connectedness to the earth like to the world like everything's heightened and then i think that's what psychedelics do like you're at an ultimate high and then you just drop Mm -hmm. and shit just doesn't become fun anymore and it's just Mm -hmm. like super deep and like oh but the thing is i like the depth i just I was not as ready as I thought I was to deal with it though because I'm already that deep (laughs) like all the time like the intensity of being on shrooms is how I am all the time but I wasn't ready for the inescapable intensity and depth that it brought me and I wasn't honest to myself about that I was more just looking for the experience more so than I was like being fully aware of what that came with and I paid the price of that you know like I had to deal with some heavy ass shit in the most unideal situation ever um but I definitely I get why it's legalized and I get why it can be such a healing um tool and I agree with the idea of it being legalized in Mm -hmm. Colorado um because I can tell that there this is a source of deep deep healing if used with the intention of healing and used mindfully not just for like some fucking experience um not that I say I, I don't regret it I definitely don't and like I said I would do shrooms again but just way more mindfully and with the intention to to heal and to truly see everything that it's going to show me no I feel that I feel that because I think even my experiences with like doing combo and just seeing like how other medicines have been used to like tap into people Mm -hmm. or like it reaches people in a certain way I know there's healing modalities there I think that's the reason why some people need to have like that sort of guidance and someone monitoring and like managing it because Mm -hmm. it it can it can go left real fast I I met a friend I think I spoke about him on the podcast before yeah he had a terrible experience and he's dealing with that now um so this these are not things to play with um these are not things to just do for funsies Mm -hmm. i think it's definitely needed to be done with someone who's either done it before at least that way you know and they can kind of know what is happening and be aware of that but also just even micromanaging it too like the whole therapy kind of idea i'm interested too but i don't think I'm one to experience that. I think that's more definitely for like the veterans and those that have PTSD and those mm-hmm. that like need this and like they're more neurological ways. So yeah, DMT, yeah. here I come. I don't know though, because I heard that shit. Your soul leaves your motherfucking body in it. Bro, I'm saying like, fucking... you really gotta be fucking responsible with how you deal with this shit. Cause I don't know if I ever told you, I think I did share this with you guys, but during phase three, like I never felt more understanding of my dad than in that moment. Like, phase three, I understood my dad in a way that I haven't, in a way that I don't even know I know how to vocalize right now. Mm. Other than the fact, like, one of the ways that I understood him was, like, his love for my mom, even well after, like, them being together. Like, when he showed me the raps he made about her, and mind you, I was, like, old as fuck by that point, probably, like, what, seven, maybe a little bit younger, whatever. But, like, years later, and he still felt so strongly about her. Like, that I understood But also I understood him as like a drug addict. I understood him as like someone who was literally fucking like crazy as fuck, um, who was not tapped in, someone who hurt me. You know, like I understood him ways that I haven't before. And that's what I'm saying. Like this shit is not to be fucking played with because to Mm -hmm. to have that much knowing and understanding and empathy and compassion and like space for him (laughs) of all people, that just shows how powerful this shit is, bro. That's how powerful it is. 
the healing though like just look at that like that's so profound just like hear that like what yeah yeah mm. yeah this shit is crazy um <laughs> That shit is crazy. Uh, yeah. It was crazy, but you're thinking of doing it again. <laughs> oh, immediately. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm excited to do that, to do acid, to do DMT, to do payote, you know, the whole nine. Um, I'm here for the healing. I'm here for the for the intensity. I'm here for the fucking trip, even though in the moment that shit was literally hell. So, you know, it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just do it all wisely, responsibly, and certain shit could be trusted from others. Other shit, I think you have to go to someone who's been practicing the medicine, yes. and it's native to them because yes. biote, uh, but yes, biote specifically, mm-hmm. um, DMT too. Just make sure you're in a place and your soul is in a place because that can also be very scary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I always say the medicine will come to find you when you are in need of it. Do not go see it. Period, period, period. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, yep, that's that's our experience. Um, if y'all had some crazy ass experience on any of the psychedelic things and you want to share it, let us know. Um, that's dope. Love that. Uh also let us know your idea, like if you agree with uh psychedelics being legalized or not and why. I'm actually really intrigued and hearing about that and maybe we'll do an episode more in depth about that and like the i don't know maybe the pros and cons maybe our ideas or our thoughts on it i don't know but this was just a fun little cute hey we did this and eh, this was our experience <laughs> eh, eh. um yeah until next week i guess until next week y'all bye bye bye